Good afternoon and welcome back to another episode of J-A-C-K-L. I don't know how to spell. Good afternoon and welcome back to another episode of Jack of All Talks. My name is Christina and guess what? I have another fucking migraine. Can you believe this? Oh. Anyway, I had planned today to sit down in front of my computer in my mother and father's hot garage and, you know, entertain your ears and whatnot with the topics that I have lined up for today, which is fucking zeros. But... Instead, I find myself cradling in my bed once more. I just sprayed dog deodorant on my dog butter and she shook and now it's all over the fucking air. Alright, well anyway, I'm back and I still have that migraine. And if you wonder, Christina, you talk so loud and you have a migraine. Yeah, I do. Because this migraine is about light and sound. Actually, not sound, sorry. Light and movements. Um, so the brighter the light, the worse it gets for me. The more I move, the worse it gets for me. But what I can do is enjoy music and talk. Thankfully, it's one of those migraines. Can you believe I'm saying thankfully it's one of those migraines? But anyway, um, as I get my migraine issue figured out, today I wanted to talk about, um, patience, I suppose. I suppose that's exactly what it is. It's patience, right? So today I wanted to do two things. I wanted to first talk about patience in a vivid scenario so we could describe what it is that I'm going through and perhaps if somebody could relate to it, perhaps it could help somebody because that's the whole thing. Whenever I get deep into these mental conversations, these deep conversations I'm sharing with uh, strangers that are becoming friends online, the goal is that you get something out of it, right? The goal is that even if I'm there for background noise, if you hear a little skip, a, a little five minutes of it, it helps you with something. That's that's the goal. And the second thing we're going to do, we're going to do something very odd, right? And you can do it with me or you can not do it with me if you want to, but we're going to go on an actual little journey in our heads. And we're going to, you know, we're going to talk about it. I'm going to walk you through it as we go together. I suppose it would be kind of like meditating, but I'm not... A meditator? Oh, jeez. The hoes don't love this one. Um, I don't know what the English word for what I'm looking for is. I'm not very good at teaching meditation. I'm, I'm not qualified to teach that, okay? Jesus Christ. So we're just going to go on a little journey in our heads. Uh, but first, as always, I hope your week is going well. I hope everything that you've wanted to accomplish has been accomplished. I hope that if you have delays, they're for the better. I hope if something did not happen as you wanted to, it happened even better. Um, I hope you're making time for yourself, you're making time to cherish and love yourself, your self-love is growing, your self-worth is growing. I hope that whoever's in your vicinity is somebody that you want and somebody that has opportunities for you, somebody that loves you and enables you in all the positive ways. As for me, I've been on the farm. Me and the rooster has been beefing because every time I want to start talking, the rooster wants to start that thing. And frankly, it gets on my fucking nerves, and I've been beefing with the damn rooster. Uh, any other updates? No, I've been sitting on my ass, hoping for the best, looking for a job. But you know, whatever, who cares? Anyway, so today is, uh, is it March 15th or something? I don't know, it's March, it's one of these days. Who cares about days when you have no job? That's the thing, right? I feel like I'm a kid on vacation again, except for this time it's not fun and I'm lonely. Because not only do I live in a farm that's in the middle of fuck nowhere, but like, I'm an adult, so the things I like to do cost money. I can't go outside and ride bikes anymore. I mean, I could, but one, I don't have a bike, and two, I, I, I don't really feel comfortable in these neighborhoods. You know, they're, they're a little, they're a little suspicious. You know, I'm in the countrysides of Florida, so I, I like to stay home. I like to stay put. But regardless, today I wanted to talk about patience and... 
I said patience earlier, but now that I'm thinking about it, it's, it's much more like acceptance. So throughout my days living here, um, I've been feeling uh, an array of emotions, right? You know, some days I'm good and some days I'm not like any other person. But what's kind of different about it is that I'm, I'm on a constant wave of fear and faith. And it's very odd and it's very strange for me to be there because I've never been in a transitional phase in my life that lasted this long. Most of my traditional phase, you know, they, they take maybe a week, a month, at, you know, at most actually a month. And then they were done. I've never been to a point where I'm like in the between, in between, in between. And I've never like I, I have yet to reach my goals. And so it's kind of like learning to accept the circumstances as they are. And now that giving, I talk a lot about these kind of mental stuff in my podcast, and I talk a lot about patience and accepting and how to maneuver through this, that, and the third. But the truth is, the reason I talk about them again and again and again is because we go through them in life again and again and again. I'm going through it again right now. Um, so I've been pretty clear and open with my situation on TikTok. You know, I uh, lost my job in November, and yada, 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 I'm still here. And truth is I feel like sure Christina there's a lot more we can do to fix our situation but at the same time I feel like this version of me that thinks that is unrealistic this version of me that thinks that it's the version of me that's very critical of who I am I can be very hard on myself sometimes and I think when this kind of Christina this kind of um head-ass Christina comes out she's very superficial and she's very like this is your fault nobody else's but yours you should know how to fix this You should know how to navigate this area. You should know how to, like, you should have already gotten out of it. And the truth is, that's not how life works. Life has a lot of stuff that's out of my control. So for the things I can control, like applying a job and doing this and doing that, I guess I am doing it. I I may not be doing it as efficiently as I normally do things or as I should, but I still am doing it. Uh, Regardless of that, though, the critical version of me, that's not enough for her. Until the situation is fixed, she's very upset, you know, because we don't like to be here. Nobody likes to be stuck in a transitional position of their lives. Like, you're stuck in the in-between, consistently on the edge of glory, but you're, like, staring behind you, and there's also doom. So it's like, you know, you just want to go somewhere and you feel secured and safe with your decision, but constantly being on the cusp of something great, on the cusp of something new, it's not comfortable after a while. And so I've been here for quite some time. But learning to just accept the situation for what it is, you know, um, my version of self-care has completely changed ever since I've lived here. And I just saw this TikTok and it was a girl stitching another woman and the woman she was stitching made a video about self-care and talking about products and vitamins that she takes and yada 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 and then the person who stitched made a video saying that self-care doesn't involve you purchasing things you know self-care is very different um it doesn't have to always look like how the women that I stitched made it look like and I agree with the second woman a lot I agree with both but I completely resonate with what the second woman was saying um, self-care has looked very different for me here. I don't have a job, so all the fancy things I like to do to take care of myself, I cannot do them right now. Um, not even all the fancy things. I'm talking about all the light things that I enjoy doing for myself. I cannot do them right now. And so I have to find different methods to keep myself happy, to keep myself relaxed, to keep myself okay. Not to mention, I get these kind of headaches and migraines every single day. So it's kind of like, damn, we really have to put maximum effort into to making sure that we're all right and it's really hard to be all right sometimes you know um 
again, I'm very hard on myself. So seeing myself in this situation consistently, continuously for such a long period of time, and it's it's really not that long, but for me it is. It's super long. It makes me kind of ashamed and disappointed in myself. And so sometimes I cannot really do the things that I talk about that self-care. But uh, regardless of that, the whole truth to it is... Um, when you're stuck in a situation like myself, when you're put in these kind of predicaments, you really have to nurture yourself and find the ways and find the things that you need to make yourself happy, to make yourself okay. And I've learned to do that. Um, whether that means I've been in my room playing Stardew Valley, whether that means I've been indulging in shows, I've been indulging in meditation, I've been spending more time with my pets... Whether that means I'm doing this, that, and the third, or I'm just spending a lot more time with nature, I've been doing it so that I could be better. I've been doing it so I could have some sustained happiness. So basically, lately, I've just kind of learned to make peace with my circumstances. It's not that I don't want them to change. Oh, God, I want them to change. I'm desperate for them to change. But at the same time, I can understand the situation for what it is, and there's nothing I can do to really change it right now. A lot of the things, a lot of the factors that I would need to control to change my circumstances are uncontrollable right now. They're not in my power. They're not in my hands. And so I can't do anything from that. And all I can do is maneuver myself within the kind of space I have. Um, well, what I can do right now is maneuver myself within my realm of control. So that's what I do. And it it kind of sucks you know like like let's just be real there's there's no reason not to be like truth about truthful about it it, it kind of sucks i'm used to having much more control over my situation a lot more control over my life i'm a pretty controlling person when it comes to my own things um and so i'm not really used to just being on people's time being on others schedule being on everybody else's time and schedule and circumstances but my own like, it's kind of like I have nothing going on for myself. And sometimes, frankly, I feel like a bum. But then again, I have to remind myself all of the effort I'm putting into my goals and my careers, the content creating, the book I'm writing, the podcast that I'm currently recording. When I do these things, it does make me feel better. But at the same time, if I need to cry, I'm going to just shut the fuck up and cry. Because I'm not going to be able to get past these emotions if I don't let them release through me. I'm not going to be able to get past all of these thoughts if I just don't let them, um, if I don't let them show up in the first place. If I don't let them show up, they're going to cluster on one side and eventually it's going to pop and it's going to be all over my head. And I might be too deep in to like be able to maneuver myself to find my way out of these dark thoughts. So at times it's difficult, but it gets better. Some days are easier than others, but you learn how to manage and maneuver. But honestly, I'm really looking forward to the day I actually leave the farm because I, I don't like the farm. It's not my style, you know. I'm sorry. I have to keep pausing this because my mother is yelling about Haitian politics. But you know, that's how she spends her life. That's how she spends her days with her husband and whatnot. Actually, let me tell you something cute. I know ADHD, but just listen. So this morning, my father went to my mom and she was on the computer and she was doing her little thingies and stuff. She knows a little some some. And my father came and she was teaching my father how to do something. And it was the most adorable scene ever. And uh, it's just sometimes they're just so cute together. At times, like, they're both really frustrating because they're like, it's a Scorpio and an Aquarius living in the same house. And they're always going at each other for no reason. Well, she's going, always going at him. Like, 
She's like, she nags at him and he's kind of the annoying one. So he's always mad for some reason, but she's always nagging at him, but whatever. Anyway, they were just so cute. So I had to share y'all. I had to share with you guys. But anyways, to continue off, learning to accepting the circumstances. <laughs> no, seriously. Um, When this podcast takes off and I become like big, people will meet me and realize that I'm the same person in the podcast as I am out there. Because this is how a conversation with me literally goes. When me and my best friends are talking, we're like, yeah, we're so sad. Life is tragic. Oh, but I did see a good movie yesterday. Yeah, what was it about? And we just kind of lose ourselves in within conversations. <laughs> and but that's the kind of genuine stuff I want to add on to the podcast. It makes it feel like we're really talking to each other. I hope that's the vibe you're getting. But yes back to the premises so you know when i when i get in my feelings like that because of my circumstances i do a lot of things to try and make me feel better but i've been getting really comfortable with meditating lately you know visioning my goals what what do i see when i think about myself leaving where am i going who am i with what do i have and i've been getting really good at that you know because the truth is i despite my circumstances i have a very strong faith that i'm gonna make it and i'm gonna make it bigger than ever and so nothing's going to stop me from doing that. And nothing gonna, nothing's going to stop me from believing that. Um, this is the best and greatest I've ever felt. I feel comfortable talking. I feel my best expressing, sharing my creativity with other people. And even if I don't have the drawing talents or the writing talents that I hope to have, and by that I mean that if the book is like kind of if if like the writing skills are not up to par mind your business okay not all of us are writing majors thank you very much anyway that's what i mean i don't have these artistic talents but i have my own um i have my own stuff that i can do like again i'm really good at storytelling i'm really good at talking to people that's where i connect and that's where i share myself that's where christina is really visible that's where she shines and that's where she's able to amplify just how large she is so yeah um so throughout all that basically the whole thing is to just accept your circumstances whether you got yourself there or not because yes take accountability for what you did i could have done better i will admit that i could have done better with my finances i could have done better with my decision making i could have done better that is very true i could have done better with the savings yes but i'm here regardless despite everything i did do to be better i'm here which means that I was just supposed to be here. There was nothing I could have done in the past that would have made me stop the journey and change the journey from being here. If not now, I would have came here a little later, but I'd still be here. And I have to also be grateful because when I came back here, I fixed a lot of broken communication with my mom. You know, I, I we talked about a lot of stuff that was just kind of taboo to talk about when I was little. So there's a benefit to it all. But when I get in my feelings at night and I want to cry because I want a Mazda, a red one, with nice wheels, because I want to do something for my cat and my dog, because I want to go visit my best friend in Atlanta, because I want to go down to the South Beach and do stuff. When I cry at night because I'm 24 and I'm stuck in a farmhouse and I don't even like the farm, I cry. I cry and I cry and I cry and it's okay and I don't blame myself for it and I don't judge myself for it and it's not me falling into my desperation it's just me allowing myself to feel my emotions because at the end of the day when I need to cry I should cry even if I had the loss that I'd have days where I would cry even if I was where exactly I wanted to be in life I would still have days where I would sit down and cry 
And so I just accept it. I accept that tomorrow I'm going to wake up in this house. I accept that tonight I don't have the money that I want. I accept that tonight I don't have the master. But I know that I'll have it someday. And I know that that day is coming sooner than I think, sooner than I expect. And that's what matters. Okie dokie. Lastly, before I continue, this is not sponsored at all, but I have an app. And this app helps me with meditation. And I don't know, like, if I'll get in trouble for mentioning it. Uh, so I'm not going to mention it. But, like, first I'll research these things. Um, and I'll talk about the app more on my TikTok because I definitely recommend it to people to just get it and, you know, probably download or subscribe to it and do the meditation and do the music and listen to their stories. It's like, it keeps me calm. It's really good. I listen to it almost every night. I love it. It works like a charm for me. Okay. Perfect. So I did say that the second part of this podcast would be me taking you guys on a little journey. And as I'm talking to you, I have my eye mask on, which means I've been talking to you with my eyes closed. I'm telling you, when I when I make these podcast episodes, you will meet me in person and see that I'm the same exact fucking uh, dumbass that you hear here. Here, here. Oh my gosh. Oof, English is so difficult. But yes. So I want to take you on a little journey with me, right? And that journey is just to see what is it that's stopping us? Why are we afraid? Because at the end of the day, I know that I'm still afraid. There are things that still scares me. Matter of fact, I think I have a good understanding of what scares me, but you never know. And so this journey will be very short, right? So when I close my eyes, the first thing I see is a door. And I don't know what lies behind the door, but I know I must walk through it. That's the only way to go. So we go through the door. When I open the door, I find myself in an alley, right? The door closes behind me, and so I know I cannot go back. Even if I were to try the handle, it would lock. There's no going back. I am staring at a long, dark alley. There's nothing menacing or sinister about it, but it's dark. I don't know what lies ahead, but I am afraid. And I don't know what I'm this, what I'm scared of. I don't know what is it that lies in the alley that I don't want to see or that I'm afraid to see. But I'm not going to stay there, you know? There's something at the cross of, at the end of this alley that I got to go find. And so I'm going to go and find it. And so when I walked towards the alley and I walked towards the deepest part of it, I find myself looking at another door. And now I know from the past experience that if I open and close this door behind me, there's a strong chance that I will not be able to return to the alley. And now I should ask myself, is there anything in the alley that I missed? Is there anything in the alley that I need? And so I gotta look back. And so I look at the alley and it's dark. So I walk again. I walk in that alley, back to where my starting point was. I touch the walls, I look at the floor, I shine a flatlight, flashlight. Do I see anything? Is there anything that I know that I missed out on, that I need right now to take me to my next step? Is there anything that I forgot? Is there anything? Anything at all? And if there isn't, I walk towards the door, I open it, and I look at the alley one last time, and let it close behind me. Now, when we get to this other room, I don't know what's in there. It's just a room. It's empty. 
It's completely white, full of light. And there's no door. This is where I am. That's where the journey ends, really. At least that's what I think. I can't go back. I can't take anything from the alley, regardless if I missed it. I can't go back to the previous starting point of the door. I'm stuck in the white room. Was there something in the alley that stopped me? Or that would have assisted me from finding the door to the white room or getting out of the white room? I don't know. I went back and I looked around but found nothing. And so now that I'm in this white room, I see no door. I'm frustrated. And perhaps the first two days I go kind of scavenging for the door. I'm ripping up the walls. I'm throwing myself at them, trying to see if I can hear the sound of metal or the sound of wood. But I find nothing. Perhaps the second day I use a um, UV light, trying to find some clues on the walls to see maybe if there's something written in invisible ink that I can't see. Something that'll help me escape this room. I don't find it. Maybe the third day I begin screaming for help. Maybe somebody else have to come and help me get out the room. I can't... I can't find anyone. Matter of fact, I cannot hear anyone. And so what do we do then? What do we do when we find ourselves in a room? There's no exit, there's no entrance. We are stuck in this room. We can sit down and ponder, did we leave something in the alley? Was there something that I really needed in the alley and that I could have taken in the alley that could have helped me get out this room? Maybe there was. Maybe there was, really. Maybe in the alley there was, I don't know, a knife that we could use to rip up some cushions and eventually find the door. Or maybe not. But the thing is... The first couple of days where I was in this room, I tried to find every single method on how to get out. I looked and I looked and I looked and I ripped up the cotton and I ripped up everything and I used the UV light and I screamed and I shouted and I threw myself at the walls and I could not find the door. I did all of that. A matter of fact, while I was in the alley, I looked at the alley. I searched up and down to see if there was something that could help me with the next room. But having no clue what the next room would be, I don't know if I missed something that was small and irrelevant then, but that would mean a lot more now. But what do you do when you find yourself in a circumstance like that? You do nothing. You do nothing. Because it's out of your control. There's nothing that you can do in this situation, in this scenario, that will help you get out of the room. There's no door. There's nothing. Whatever the reason may be, whether it was because you left an important clue in the alley, whether it was because you weren't supposed to go in the room at all, whatever the reason may be that you think and you want to convince yourself. Because all of us like to think that we have a good understanding of why things happen, but we can't really say that, can we? We're not God. We're not anything holy and knowledgeable about the times. So we can't really say that to our fullest extent, but we like to pretend that we do know why things happen. But now that we find ourselves in a room with no exit and no entrance, we don't know why we're here. We feel like we missed something, and now we sit down and we bicker and bicker and bicker. If we had done this, if we had done that, maybe we should have taken this, maybe we should have taken that. 
But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter how much I bicker, it doesn't matter how much I despise myself, it doesn't matter how much I cry, it doesn't matter how much I get mad. I will not leave this room until it wants me to, until it's my time to find the door, until the door magically appears, I won't leave the room. And I say this again, it's not to stop me from crying, it's not to stop me from working to try to leave the room, that's not the thing. The truth is, you can take care of what's in your control, but what's out of your control is out of your control. So right now, as I stay in this white room that's probably been torn to shreds, with tears all over, anger, all of that stuff, I sit, and I wait, and while I wait, I work. While I wait, maybe I decide to use the cloth of the room to make a nice sweater for myself. Because who knows? Maybe the next door is going to be cold. While I wait, I make a nice blanket with the cloth. While I wait, I do whatever I can do. A good friend of mine, well, an old friend of mine who was once a good friend, but now we don't talk anymore for proper reasons too, girl. She told me this quote that I really live by, and it says... Move how you can until you can move how you need to. And that's what we do. When we're in circumstances where we do not have control over the outcomes, we can't fix, we can't change, we can't do anything there, no matter how much we try. We just vibe. We just write it out. Because it's not gonna last. And that's a fact. Nothing lasts. Like, we all know this. So it's not gonna last. So we just sit there and write it out. And so that's what I'm doing. But I'm trying to make it while I write it out. I'm also working on the things that I know that's coming for me. I'm working on the things that are going to make me great. And the goal is that I'll never have to step foot in that room again. But the truth is, and regardless if you want to hear it or not, you're going to step step foot in another room that's going to be identical to it. A room where all the exits, the windows and doors have vanished and you find yourself in another transitioning waiting period. But I think the difference will be then, you will have enough experience, you'll have enough knowledge, self-care, self-love, and patience to write it out. And I think that is my lesson here. Accepting things for what they are, learning to push past and having a lot of patience with myself and my circumstances. So, while I have my sleepy mask over my head and I have this migraine, and I cry because I don't have the Mazda, and I cry because I want to see food boil, and I cry because I live on a farm, I'm okay, and I know it won't last, and I know someday I will have that seafood boil. I'll be taking it in my Mazda, driving to an apartment in the city. Not the farm, but the city. And I know that they will come very soon. And until it does, I will work step by step, little by little, to bring it close. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Jack of All Talks. Today we did not have folktales for you. But on Tuesday, you bet your sweet ass, I will bring you the funniest folktales I can find. Actually, they might not be funny, honestly. Some of them are just really morbid. But anywho, it was lovely being in your presence, lovely being in your home, and I hope you have a great day and you stay safe. Thank you. Goodbye.